from Tibidabo. This is the Rorschach Lebanon update from the 21st of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. Let's kick off this update with news about the Paris meeting on Lebanon on Monday the 13th of February. Representatives of five nations had met last week in Paris to discuss Lebanon's woes. The foreign delegation was made up of U.S. Ambassador to Lebanon Dorothy Shea, French Ambassador Anne Grillo, Egyptian Ambassador Yassir Elwi. Qatari Ambassador Ibrahim Abdul-Aziz Al-Salawi and Saudi Embassy Counselor Fars Al-Amudi. Al-Akbar newspaper reported that France said that it was not opposed to any candidate on whom there might be consensus, be him Maratha Chief Suleiman Frangia or General Joseph On, while being in favor of keeping caretaker PM Najib Mikadi at the head of the coming government. But the Saudi side expressed clear opposition to Frangia and Mikadi stressing that the government and the presidency are linked. The Saudi delegation, meanwhile, called for, quote, electing a sovereign, incorrupt president who would restore Lebanon's ties with Arab and Western countries, end of quote. The Saudis also demanded imposing sanctions on those obstructing the presidential election, but this demand did not receive consensus. Meanwhile, informed diplomatic sources told Al-Jumuria newspaper that, quote, No closing statement was issued after the five-party meeting after French diplomacy failed to win the support of the other four parties for the draft statement that it had proposed and distributed to them, end of quote. Caretaker PM Najim Mikari's office said that, quote, if MPs don't perform their duties, foreign countries will not be keener than Lebanese officials themselves, end of quote. The ambassadors went on to say, quote, Real support for Lebanon will begin after the election of the new president and the implementation of the needed reforms. End of quote. The international community has long urged Lebanese leaders to end months of political wrangling and stem the financial meltdown. But decision-making in Lebanese politics can take months of course trading between foreign-backed sectarian leaders, with Michael Owen's election in 2016 coming after more than two years without a president. Lebanese divided lawmakers have made 11 unsuccessful attempts to name a new president and have not convened since the 19th of January. On a more cheerful note, this month, 15 new members joined the St. Jude Global Alliance, a worldwide network of institutions working to improve survival rates for pediatric cancer and terminal diseases. In a historic first for the Alliance, These new partners are fundraising organizations rather than medical institutions, each dedicated to raising funds for hospitals in their home countries. The new partners hail from 15 countries on five continents, of which Lebanon participated as Children's Cancer Center of Lebanon, or CCCL. Hannah Chartweep, CCCL General Manager, said that, quote, we at the Children's Cancer Center of Lebanon believe that cancer is best addressed together and our membership in the St. Jude Global Alliance emphasizes our long-standing partnership and leadership in service of children with cancer in the Arab region and beyond. End of quote. Moving on to other news, on Thursday, the 16th of February, the Lebanese pound hit a record low against the dollar on the black market, as the country's grinding political and economic collapse showed no signs of abating. The pound has lost more than 95% of its value against the greenback since the start of the economic slip in 2019. On Thursday morning, it was trading at over 80,000 to the dollar, compared with 60,000 at the start of the month. 
This depreciation has already translated into a surging fuel prices in a country where 80% of the population lives below the poverty line, according to the United Nations. In 2021, the Lebanese authorities lifted subsidies on fuel and key products such as wheat and medicines. On Wednesday the 15th, in response to the latest price hikes, dozens of taxi drivers blocked the road in front of the Interior Ministry in Beirut to protest their falling income. The average fare for a taxi trip is now about $1.3. Additionally, over the past few days, supermarkets have even stopped putting price labels on food items because of the constantly skyrocketing prices. The International Monetary Fund had announced last April an agreement in principle for $3 billion bailout for Lebanon spread over four years, but on the condition that the country implements crucial reforms. But the global lender has since criticized the slow pace of reforms in Lebanon, demanding more be done to change banking secrecy laws and restructure the sector. Also, on Wednesday the 15th, Hezbollah chief Sayyid Hassan Nasrallah warned the United States against stirring chaos in Lebanon and said that such an upheaval would spread to the entire region. Nasrallah said in an annual speech that, quote, the Americans must know that if they push Lebanon to chaos and the Lebanese people suffer, we won't stand idly by and watch the chaos. We will rather extend our hand to make you feel pain, even if that leads to the choice of war with your beloved Israel. End of quote. As for the economic situations, Nasrallah said the dramatic surge in the dollar exchange rate and the prices of commodities must be addressed, describing the public sector's demands as rightful. Moreover, Hezbollah has rejected a recent request from Free Patriotic Movement Chief Jeram Basil for a meeting with the party's secretary general, Sayyid Hassan Nasrallah, a senior Shaykh Dua source said. The dispute between Hezbollah and Basil was under control until the latter called Hezbollah liaison and coordination officer Wafik Safa to ask him to set up a meeting for him with Hezbollah Secretary General Hassan Nasrallah to consult with him over the list of presidential candidates that he, Basil, had prepared. Safa asked Basil whether the list contained the name of Maratha Movement Chief ex-MP Suleiman Frangie. When Basil answered that it didn't, Safa asked him about the reasons behind excluding him, especially after Nasrallah had informed him that Frangie had the higher chances to be nominated for the presidency. On Southern News, a 6.4 magnitude earthquake on Monday, the 20th of February, rocked Turkey's southern province of Hatay and northern Syria, killing three people and sparking fresh panic after a February 6 tremor that left nearly 45,000 dead in both countries. Turkish Interior Minister Suleyman Suylu said three people were killed and 213 were taken to hospital, while in Syria, White Helmet said more than 130 people were injured and that some already damaged buildings had collapsed. The quake was felt across Lebanon, prompting some residents to flee their homes, especially in Tripoli and Beirut. People left their houses and went to the streets until very late at night. Lebanon's residents have been jittery since a devastating earthquake jolted to southern Turkey and northern Syria on February 6 and was strongly felt in Lebanon, where buildings shook for around 40 seconds. To end this update, we'll provide you with earthquake precautions to stay safe. In most situations, you can protect yourself if you immediately drop down onto your hands and knees before the earthquake knocks you down. This position protects you from falling, but allows you to still move if necessary. Then, cover your head and neck and your entire body if possible underneath a sturdy table or desk. If there is no shelter nearby, 
get down near an interior wall or next to low-lying furniture that won't fall on you and cover your head and neck with your arms and hands. Finally, hold on to your shelter or to your head and neck until the shaking stops. Be prepared to move with your shelter if the shaking shifts it around. If you are inside, stay inside. Do not run outside or to other rooms during an earthquake. You are less likely to be injured if you stay where you are. Do not stand in a doorway. You are safer under a table. In modern houses, doorways are no stronger than any other part of the house. If you are outside, stay outside. Move away from buildings, utility wires, sinkholes, and fuel and gas lines. The greatest danger from falling debris is just outside doorways and close to outer walls of buildings. Go to an open area away from trees, telephone poles, and buildings. Once in the open, get down low and stay there until the shaking stops. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you will never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Mensch of Kuhn.